everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Two Catholic Dudes. My name, as always, is Ryan Klaus. It hasn't changed. My name is Ryan Klaus. <laughs> and my name is Danny Cleary. Still is. As always. <laughs> as always. We're not priests. We're not theologians. We're just two Catholic dudes, and we're talking about our faith. And today, um, so here's the deal, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been really wanting to do, we did an episode a couple weeks ago about parables, diving into the word. And I've been kind of pestering Ryan like, hey, let's do our favorite verses in scripture as and an episode and, and i go no 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 denies. i don't i don't know enough scripture yeah. denies every time yeah so he has his favorite scripture and he goes let's <laughs> do an entire episode just on that so on that note <laughs> today we were reading uh from the old testament a little bit on the podcast because this reading was just in the cycle it was like what was it, a couple, a couple we're weeks in ago? cycle a right now for you liturgical geeks and it was like two weeks ago i think it was no, it was like two, two weeks. Yeah, okay. It's uh, it's in First Kings nineteen, and it's that story of when Elijah goes to the mountain, and they there's a bunch of a bunch of things happen, and he finds where God is, and we're gonna dive into it, read it. And it's always my, f- I say it's my favorite scripture, mm-hmm. and every time I try to explain it, I always say Isaiah. I even like my, I was doing mm. uh, gospel reflections with my pastor at church, and he goes. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to have you swap with me, and you're going to do a, do a reflection. He's like, I know that's your favorite scripture verse, so I want you to go and do a reflection on it. And I did it, and it wasn't great. And I on said, video? And I, on video, and I said Isaiah. And then I went back, and I was like, that was wrong. So I actually redid one in my studio, and I put it up on my parish's website. Uh, and it I was out. like, I didn't see this one on our stuff. Did you not put it up I on our stuff? I didn't put it up. That's like your thing. but It can be our thing. Oh, thanks, man. So... It's yeah. I'm sorry for we're we're gonna do. I mean, you, you know, what? coming in if you'd like our favorite verses all in like one episode. But I think it's kind of cool to dive in per verse. We can really. I think that here's the deal. Per verse. Per verse. <laughs> also, we have a ton of energy today. We did a podcast earlier this morning with Edmund Mitchell. Yes. I don't know if that's gonna air before or after this. So and look man. forward to that or look forward to having already watched that. But we, yeah, it was such a great episode and. Uh, <laughs> Now we just have, we had lunch and now we just have like the most energy. Yeah. The episode with Edmund was so cool and so fun. He's going to be definitely back on again. Cause man, what a cool guy. hundred percent. If you have, you don't already again, go follow Edmund Mitchell. He's the coolest. Uh, but okay. So back to the, the topic at hand, we tend to be long winded. No. On our show here. So this we, episode's about wind in a sense. Kind yes. of. Okay. So we thought we're going to do verse at a time and kind of break it down and talk about why we like it and how we can apply it to our life. And we're going to start out with this one. And so here's, cause it's easier for me because really I'm trying to get better at scripture and know my scripture and dive in to mm. the word more. You've been doing that in Bible studies and in your personal uh, faith and your growth in your spirituality more than I have. And I, and I want to strive to be, uh, at a at a higher level, right? I right. want to live up to a higher standard, but it's tough. It was it was daunting for me to just jump in and do like let's do a whole slew of scriptures. That's why I always always like I don't know if we want to do that episode. So I appreciate your patience uh, in in waiting on that. And this is an easier entrance for me into it into an episode, and then maybe we can dive in fully. It's like music episodes are tougher for you, but if totally. we like start in an easier fashion for you, it's it's less daunting to think about. So yeah, so that's that's where my mindset. Is that totally it? well? Right. You know what? And we're excited about today, and I think that it's it's relevant to uh, what we're going, what's going on in the world right now. We'll we'll dive into why. Yeah. Uh, so again, we're in the first book of Kings. Uh, Ryan's going to read it for us. Uh, so go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. Uh, read, we're going to start in tra- I, the translation's a little different always, but we're going to start. Oh, we'll at talk about that. Verse eleven. Uh, okay. Then the Lord said, "Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord." The Lord will pass by. There was a strong and violent wind rendering the mountains and crushing the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, a light, silent sound. When he heard this, Elijah hid his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Awesome. Love it. Love Absolutely. That's it's my favorite little bit. Um, so a lot to unpack here. I want to actually break it down because it's at face value, it's 
God was in the silent sound or the whisper. Some translations are. Uh, a lot of the times when the priests are talking about it in a homily, they go with whisper. Yeah, that's the that's the translation I've most heard. But yeah. this one said silent so, sound, which is an interesting translation. Silent sound. Yeah, or or very quiet is right. another. It's it, the point of it is, is it's not big, extravagant anything. It was something small and where you really had to be paying attention to hear it. And I think that then that's why I wanted to do it. But at face value, that's what it is. God's in that. Mm -hmm. But let's dive a little deeper into why that is and how can we right now, 2020, take what happened to Elijah and apply that to our faith journeys and our lives. Right, Right, exactly. Um, So let's start at the very beginning of it. I like when it says that uh, then, uh, excuse me here, it says, then the Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain uh, before the Lord. So he, it's not like God told him, go, go to the mountain and wait. And there's two things with the, yeah, there's two, there's, there's two really important things to talk about in that. I don't know if you were, you want to finish your no, point? You, or you, for, you go ahead. So go, like we, we talked about this on, a, on almost every episode is go out and share your faith yes. and do, and, and not just stay inside. Right. So he didn't say roll over in bed and wait for the Lord. He's going to encounter you in, in your, in your house, in your room, like mm-hmm. where it's comfortable. So going out and then, and at the top of the mountain, I don't know if it says the top of the mountain, but mountains are usually high and you have sure. to climb them or, or traverse them to get to the top. And it's a difficult Well, it journey. says stand on the mountain. Stand Me, on the like, mountain. You had nobody to get, stands on the side of a mountain. There were no helicopters back then. He had to climb up that mountain, right? right? That was a difficult, difficult journey. So encountering, and, and the, whole, the whole idea is you, you need to encounter God at the end of what I'm telling you to do. So he had to climb up this mountain in order to first to to be able to be uh, be able to receive God and encounter him. And this is the funny part because I always like to look at like the the parts of scripture that are confusing for people because right. I'm still I'm not a theologian or a priest or a scripture scholar. I'm just a Catholic dude. You sure are. <laughs> but something that I think is funny, I like to look into the scriptures and be like like no wonder because I work with teens mostly, and a lot of the times they're like, I don't understand what is going on in this scripture. And this is funny because it says, the Lord said, go stand on the mountain because the Lord will pass by. So that's like me saying, go stand out there because soon I'm going to walk by. <laughs> it's like, you already, what? Where are I'm, you? Already, <laughs> I'm already talking to you. That is that is interesting. I don't you know. know it's a funny thought. The Lord said, go out and say, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I don't know. Right? Yeah. So, and, it, and it's, you know, just something to think about that's funny. Um and I'd probably, if I wanted to dive really deep into into the analysis of this, we're kind of just going on the, the bare bones of it, but we could read before and after of what's going on and where it's going. And if there's somebody that's kind of a history buff or, or that's read the context uh, and understands that better, throw it in the comments. But we're well, talking about our the, the reading that you'd hear at Mass. Yeah, I mean, that, that is interesting. I don't know why I haven't... You, you hear the word Lord so many times in the Bible, like why, why I would say the Lord said, wait for the Lord, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe it's just, you know, you, you feel the Holy Spirit moving in you, you feel God is calling you to do something, but he's, he hasn't really, there, there hasn't been anything tangible yet that you can really receive. Right. But you just feel called to do something. Like we felt called to do this podcast, but God wasn't literally like, he didn't call us up on our cell phones and, and, and be like, yo, I need you to do this project. Right. We felt called and compelled and we, we knew it was a divine calling, but we, we didn't know what the fruits of it would be. And so I think, encountering the Lord is encountering him in the, uh, the, the fruits of this podcast and our ministry and what it has happened, but it didn't happen. You know, does that that make some sense? Yes. So check this out. So I just briefly read ahead, uh, verse nine, just as I want, I I think when we read scripture, it's so important to have the context of what's going on. I think that it's, it's, uh, not a good move to just pick and choose a verse that we like and be like, this is what we think it means. Let's, let's, I want to actually go to see what's going on. And, And to your point is Elijah is on the run from the Israelites who are mad at him. They're, it says they, they've forsaken the altars. They're, they've, uh, they're mad. People are, are very, very upset with him. And he goes to a cave and he's like, and, the, and God's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm, like, I'm in trouble. They're, they're, mad, they're mad. They've forsaken you. They're coming after me. I'm the only one that, that's willing to. They want my life. Yeah. And he, then he's like, okay, go up on the mountain. The Lord will pass by there. So it's, he's in trouble. And he's and he's seeking where is God? I'm in trouble. Got it. And I think that that's going to even dive more into the point that we're trying to make at the end of the episode. So this is a point where this 100%. is a guy. He's in trouble. He's being 
chased. He's being. They want his life, and he's looking. Where is God? And God goes, "Where are you? Why are you here?" I love that. the The, the point of context yeah. is everything when we're reading scriptures. Yeah. Context of the Old Testament, you have to take into context the New Testament. The New Testament being the fulfillment of everything, and nothing makes sense in the Old Testament unless you read it through the lens of yeah. Jesus Christ mm-hmm. coming and dying for our sins. Right, everything then makes sense. But same thing, like this little bit. There's so much to unpack in this little bit that we read. But once you understand uh, the history of or, or what was happening before and what happens afterwards, then you can fully uh, be prepared to analyze it further and deeper. Right. Yeah. So I think that's really important to acknowledge. So he's already in trouble. He's, he's already having difficulties in his life and God asked him to do something even more difficult by climbing a mountain, yeah. whether that's uh, physically climbing up or, or metaphorically another mountain that you have to traverse in your life. Yeah. Right. So it's something God gives him a task that is, that is even more difficult than what's currently going on. But then he says, wait, so it's not like you're going to climb this mountain and, and right at the top is going to be God. You know, like those those cartoons or whatever, like the guy climbs a mountain, it's the guru sitting at the top, and it's yeah. like, yeah, you got there, and he's going to give you all the advice you need for life and everything, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So God's not there. And sure. he says, go up there, climb the mountain, and wait for the Lord. And that's difficult. Yeah. That is really difficult for all of us in our lives right now. We it, live in a world of immediacy. Especially if you're in trouble. Right. You know, if you, you're like, I came for help. I came for assistance and if someone goes cool wait right there yeah or actually go over there and wait right it's like what we don't want to wait for anything like, in this I, world but yeah let alone you, when we're you, in trouble you know, right and, and yeah and and this is in a point where you're in big trouble and you're like afraid i'm sure that he's scared uh-huh you know and he even says in this when god says like why are you here before he tells them he goes he goes because i'm i'm on fire for god and everybody else is mad that's what he says because I am Paraphrased. the most zealous. <laughs> yeah. I'm the most zealous for the Lord. You know, I'm the most. We need to use that word more in our regular. Zealous. Yeah. Yeah, we should. That is zeal. Oh. Zeal. It's a great word. Yeah. It's a word of the day. Two Catholic so, dudes. <laughs> so he, uh, so, so he's, he's goes and he's waiting for the Lord. As you're saying, he's, he, he's got I this like, zeal for the Lord and he climbs he, the mountain. He climbs the mountain. He's up there. He's like, the Lord's going to pass by. So, so he's now knows he's gotten to the top of the mountain and he knows the Lord is coming and I think, need do think, help. Do you think he was thinking the Lord was going to pass by like the Pope mobile and he was going to wave to him like from the, probably not. The there was no cars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got so it. it was like a camel maybe, but it's all right. <laughs> so it says, okay, so go ahead read on for me. Let, let's read the next line. Well, uh, now let's, I'm, let's now I don't read. know where we are. Uh, let's go to verse, uh, um, 11 again. Back, we're going back. Go, or, yeah, so go back. Back to the start? Here, let me read it. I'm, I got you it right go. here already. <laughs> go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. The Lord will pass by. There was a strong and violent wind rendering the mountains and crushing the rocks. That's that's a strong wind. It's intense. So I, uh, do you think rocks crush like a soda can? Like they just like crumble in on themselves? Or do rocks like explode? <laughs> Maybe it depends on what kind of rock. Any geologists listen to the show that know a lot about the structure and composition of. But it's just something I think about. It's like if a wind is blowing, would it blow it like to the point where it blows so hard that the rock just bursts? Oh, like spontaneous combustion. Yeah, yeah, or like where it just like folds in on itself. I don't know. I I think I think more likely other other debris would yeah. crush into it. Or it, it blows it into something else that it smashes into and then explodes. Maybe the words they're just trying to say here is that there was destruction caused by, <laughs> sure. by the Sure. I just wanted to get into that because I was like, what? how would a rock crumble? Sure. Or get crushed? Geologists. How, how does it win? Throw it in the comments. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Throw anyway, it in the comments. But regardless, it's a very strong wind. It gets your attention. If it's crushing a rock, it's probably knocking Elijah over. Yeah, his little he, cloak yeah. is blowing in the wind. <laughs> he's, you know? he's all over the place. So first there's there's rocks, but the Lord was not in the wind is what it says. Was not there. Not there. But he probably thought that the Lord was going to come in the wind. It seems like something that seems if like God was going to make an entrance. That would be a this is Old one. Testament, folks. If you guys don't know your Bible, Kings. Right. Old Testament. And if God was going to make an entrance, it would probably be something cool like the wind, yeah. right? Uh, so the next thing is there's a mighty earthquake. Another another big thing where God would be like, you know, boom. We, we read in the New Testament. This is obviously this happened before that. But when, when Jesus had died, there was earthquakes. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, a likely possibility yeah, for where God could be. He's like, all right, I didn't, I didn't see God in the wind, but 
the whole earth shaking right now. He's got to be here. Yeah. He's coming. Right well, he's now. not. No. God's not in the earthquake. Turns out he wasn't there. Not in the earthquake. After that, there was a fire. Not there. Not in the fire. What? He's at the top of the mountain. What? Uh, what is on fire? <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. I don't know. What, was there it's trees? Just flames just engulfed. I imagine something so cool because God obviously is so powerful and rad that like just flames and circular amount of just covered the place. Well, here's the deal. We don't know how long Elijah was on the top of this mountain. It probably wasn't him making a fire. Well, no, I mean, maybe he was, maybe, you've heard about the hermits that, that like, live their whole lives on top of poles? Yes. So, I mean, maybe he was on the run, and he he got to the top of this mountain or whatever, and he lived there for years. That's possible. You know what I mean? Uh, and he experienced all these things, and there was some, maybe it wasn't like a mountain like we're thinking Everest, but, like, it's at the top of, like, this, I don't know what the, what the, the uh, summit. Yeah, he's at the top of some some big hill, some mountain, whatever. But there's trees and there's forests and stuff like that. And maybe there was a big forest fire and all the trees caught fire one season. You know, like we're having our fires right now in Southern California. Where are they right now? There's there's really bad fires near uh, us. Yeah, they're not not this, near us here in Orange County, but they're right, right. Uh, I mean, this happens in Southern California like yeah. almost every year. There's, but there's like September o- over October. 300 fires burning right now oh, in the state. It's horrible. It's wild. So you know, maybe there was this this little bit, this what a couple paragraphs could have taken place, transpired over a year, or two or months, or who knows? Uh, right? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but regardless, so it's but God wasn't there. God wasn't in the fire, no, no matter how long it took or how big it was. There's no God. But, yeah. And then we get to the light and silent sound. And this is how we know that God was in there because Elijah hit his face because that was a big thing, you know, back then. And that's why the reality of Jesus is so beautiful that he was a man that we could look upon and look to. Because when you see everyone in the Old Testament, when God presented himself, you couldn't look. You'd take your shoes off. It's that scene from Raiders, right? You you wouldn't want to. You can't look look at him or your face would melt. Yeah, you cannot look (laughs) upon God. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so That that, that is beautiful that Jesus came in and and he was a tangible human flesh that we could touch yeah. that we could look upon his eyes yeah you yeah. know it's, it's and one connect of the, with him as another as a fellow human being though he is fully god it's just one of the the chair you know that god loved us so much that he would give us that 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 love of comfort to be able to see him look upon him mm-hmm. you know because like we're not worthy to look upon the lord and that all these prophets in the old testament knew that but jesus was like you know it's it's yeah it's fine i love you enough to to let right. you look upon me you know Something but that's another thing like you said context knowing your context of your bible so knowing that if you didn't know any context and you didn't know anything about hiding your face in a cloak you'd be like why did he do that yeah, was it, it wasn't cold was it cold God after the fire he, he was he was cold and he had to bundle up a little bit you know but like knowing that covering your face meant that that god is is present right, right. Yeah, so totally. um, that helps us understand the scripture that we're reading yeah so right okay so he, he finally encounters god in the in the quiet sound yeah. and again at face value we dived in a little bit on like the circumstances but yeah we see we we find god in those moments that we least expect is yeah. what we're talking about here yeah. right so he expects God in all the bombastic, crazy, noisy things in life, uh, the things that are, are expected. But uh, God is, is always uh, contradictory to what we, what we think. Yeah. And so, like I said before, the, uh, the New Testament is the fulfillment of so much, if not almost everything, in the Old Testament. And, you know, everyone expected Jesus to come in, in the most brash way. You know, a king is coming. He's going to come and there's going to be fire. There's going to be earthquakes. He's going to tear yeah, things they, up. They he's thought gonna, he was going to be like a war chief that yeah, was going to come and take out the Romans. Right. And he came as a helpless infant yeah. who couldn't fend for himself. And, yeah. and you know, uh, people were trying to kill him and he had to be, uh, be comforted and cared, cared for by human beings. Yeah. And so that's he is the that version of the whisper, that silent sound that yeah. came that came in the night. Yeah. Right. I think that we can take this for a lot of things in our life because the reason that I, that I like this so much, and I'm going to get into the end. Of, uh, the, I want to go back to, to after that in, at the end of it because there's another part of it that I really like. But mm-hmm. that point of God is going to work in our life where we don't expect Him to be, um, and sometimes it's in the quiet. Sometimes it's in the, the not, and I'll use youth ministry as I always do as an example. A lot of people think that when you go on a big retreat or when you do this amazing 
event or some kind of spectacular thing in any ministry, not just you, in any ministry. For you, it could be like the biggest, most glorious Easter vigil you've ever done, right? Where the music and everything is going and it's awesome. And that's where you'd expect to see God, right? Mm -hmm. In this really powerful moment where everything is focused on God. Obviously, his power is on display. His The glory of God's there for everyone to see. That's what you'd You're expect like, to see. Of course I'm going to have this encounter with God of right here. Of course I'd see him. But sometimes it's not where people encounter God. Sometimes it is. As we, as we just quoted, there are times where God did use the earthquakes and the fires and the wind. But in this instance, he, he does this. Mm -hmm comes in the whisper to show us that that it's it can be in the moments we don't expect exactly. and when we need him the most can be in the things we don't expect mm -hmm. i'll go back to my point of sometimes you expect it to be this gigantic event that you were at or this gigantic prayer experience or this concert or uh anything of that you know big magnitude but a whisper could be a conversation that you have with somebody it could be going to confession it could be you receiving the Eucharist and that there's the, we never know the little things that could happen in our life where God is like, Hey, here I am. This is me. But on top of hearing God and the thing that, that, that we want to take from this is Elijah recognized where God was, you know, if he was, because he obviously knew when these big things happened, he was able to say, that's not from God. Mm-hmm. He knew where God was. He was able to recognize that. And I think that's something in our life that we have to be able to recognize. I love that. And, I, I, and you know, we talked a little bit. We did, for, for once, we did a little bit of, like, pre-planning on yeah. this one, right? And I think, I think that's good. That, that's healthy. That's a, sometimes it's good to go off the cuffs. And, and, but a lot of this is off the cuff right now. And I think I'm discovering a lot about this reading as we're just talking right now. And hopefully you guys are enjoying this process. But what I was talking about was that, because we, we literally didn't understand it until we did. With the, the Lord said, f wait for the Lord. He's like, what does that mean? But he was actively pursuing God because he felt he felt called and compelled by the Lord. He didn't know what... Zealous. What, for the he, he felt that zeal for the Lord, right? And so he was actively pursuing by actively climbing this, traversing this mountain. He got to the top and he was actively waiting for him. He wasn't just passively being yeah. like, oh, the Lord will come to me when the Lord comes to me. But he's like, so the the... The wind comes, he's like looking, he's trying to find God. God's not there. The earthquake comes, he's finding, looking for God. So he is not just being a passive bystander, but he is trying to find God in any way, shape or form. So like you were saying, when you go to those, those retreats, and this is this was often the case for me, I was going to like an adoration at or at a confirmation retreat or mm -hmm. when I was young, even, even when I'm older, I'm like, okay, all these people are having these super emotional experiences at adoration. God is speaking to them. I, people are like speaking in tongues and they're like passing out and stuff like that. They're having these huge spiritual encounter moments and I feel nothing. I'm like, I'm just kind of sitting here and like, I expected to be spoken to by God through this, this powerful experience that everyone's having and I didn't feel anything, yeah. but you know what? Like, that's fine because that, uh, God was going to speak to me in a whisper, like you said, somewhere else. Maybe after, maybe, maybe I heard, uh, I encountered God just by like comforting someone who was having that experience or I talked to somebody afterwards. It, it can be a different experience for everybody, but that whisper might come in who knows what way. I'll tell you. Let me share a quick story. I haven't told you this. Uh, it's going to be live on the air. I feel like this is kind of a cool episode, I think, now that I'm thinking about it, because we're kind of doing like just an on-air scripture study. Yeah. Just like you and me are doing a scripture study trying to figure out our favorite readings, and we're just doing it and right. recording it at the same time. So thank you guys for joining on us. Please join in on the conversation if you're, you know, let's dive into the word with us. So on to that point, the, I think with this ministry, right, we expected it to be like there was a lot of big things that got canceled because of COVID or that we like were, uh, we had mentioned earlier, we'll put out a really cool video and we're like, this is it. This super cool thing. God's going to be in this and it's going to explode and everyone's going to see. I love what you right? with this. this you know, great. and people are going to go, eh. cool. We're like, you know, you're Ryan, Ryan's <laughs> Ryan guys, if you haven't yet, please oh pause this podcast. Go watch the cover of, uh, you were not, not alone. I'm not I am alone. not alone. Uh, what was the name of the... Bakari uh, Joby song, I'm Not Alone. Yeah. I did a cover with Anna Patrillo yeah. from New Jersey. Beautiful voice. Oh my gosh. She Unbelievable. We did a virtual it. collab. I spent probably the most time I've ever spent on recording this song, yeah. editing this song, filming the video, editing the video. And this is probably one of the best things I've ever done. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the big thing. One of the least viewed. 
yeah, it's only been a few days, but like no one's watching it, right. no one's commenting it, no one's sharing it, and I'm like, I just should just take my whole channel down at this point. <laughs> and so, but okay, so so check this out. So it's like we're like, this is where we're supposed to see God. Why did we not see the fruits of our labor in this huge, cool right. project we did? And I felt the same way about um, when we were supposed to fly to a bunch of different states and speak and talk and be like, yes, this is it. We know that God is like moving us. Doesn't happen. Where's, Doesn't happen. Where? 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 What the heck? I'll tell you, I'm going to share a story with you that just I just got told to me the other day. And if you're listening, uh, I don't know who it is, but my mom was talking to a friend in the supermarket that, that's known me for a long time. I don't remember her name. Um, but that she was at a barbecue or a, a family like picnic party situation, whatever. And there was a, a young man that was there at the party. And in the middle of the party, he said, I got to go. I have to go watch two Catholic dudes. And he got up and left. Does he know that we're not live? <laughs> no, I, yeah, but he he was like he goes. It's Monday. I gotta go. What? And he and and the lady texted my mom. She's like, I just needed you to know. Wow. Was, I, I don't know. I don't know his name. If you're listening to this, bud, please comment your name. Yeah. I don't know his name. I don't know anything about it. But when my mom told me that, I went, okay, I okay, God, I hear you. Yeah. If we made a difference to one person that was like, I gotta watch this show, then that's. That's where God says, you know, when, when God asks Elijah over and over and over, why are you here? That's why mm -hmm. we're here to make that small little bit of difference so that mm. someone else can see God, even though we are going to put all of our work into all these amazing projects that we want. We want them to be like, everyone see, everyone see all the hard work we put in. And sometimes they don't always go that way. Right. If there's one moment where somebody goes, Hey, I, it's important that I, that these people make an impact on my faith. Then that's what the whisper is. Wow. You know? Dude, that's a great story. Yeah. Thank you, listener. Uh, I, yeah, please, whoever you are, let me know. You, um, you can watch it anytime you want. <laughs> but we appreciate you watching it. At, like you, maybe you want to be first. Yeah. Uh, you can be first comment if you comment right away. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know who you that's, are. Whoever oof. you are, though, I want to figure out the name. I'm gonna try to find the name. I'm gonna send you a T-shirt or something. Yeah. Um, but please, let that's me know. That's super powerful. Yeah, wow. super cool. Thanks for sharing that story. Are we? Uh, let's take a, a break about a minute early, and then cool. we'll come back. Okay. So. Really what we're trying to get at in this episode is us in our life right now is is there's a lot of stuff going on. The world's really noisy. There's a lot of distractions in the world and it's finding the ability in our life to listen for the whisper in our life. So I think that we should dive into a little bit of the things in our life that can distract us, right? Because I'm sure that that God sent those big things to Elijah for him to be distracted from because you, you brought up the point of him being focused. He was observant. He was looking for God. God is sending all these big booming things and scary things and things that like he'd be like, okay, oh, I got to go check that out. But he he was like, no, that's not that's not God. Mm -hmm. You know, he knew he had that he had that that zeal, right? To yeah. know that if you no, don't this have the zeal. Is, yeah, he knew this is no, <laughs> there's no God in there. That's right. Um, so, what are things in our life that we can that that can be distractions for us that'll kind of maybe distract us? take away our focus from seeing the whispers that God's trying to put in our life. Exactly. Like we always have to be focused and mindful to be actively pursuing God, yeah. actively looking for him. And this world can be very, very distracting yeah, in super. so many ways, it, distracting in positive ways or negative ways or neutral ways, honestly, just negative ways, you know, getting wrapped up in all the, the craziness of COVID and the craziness yeah. of the political drama in our world. Positive ways, honestly, like I was, I was just looking, it's, it's always good to take a good hard look at your life and everything that you're doing. See, look, take a look at what, what are you doing on a day to day? What does your average day look like? What, what do you fill your hours with? And if you fill your hours with a lot of nonsense and a lot of junk, um, or just busy work or things yeah. like that. You know, I find myself, I, I do, I don't even watch TV anymore, but I just like, I'm always editing. I'm always doing stuff, but sometimes I'm like, maybe this thing can wait. I, you're, I'm like, maybe on Amazon, I'm browsing just new gear to buy and it, that's all good and, and well, but maybe it's like, okay, can I just hold What if I just spent that 45 minutes that I was browsing nonsense on Amazon to go down into the chapel and pray and be with the Lord? Yeah. Right. And, and that gear, that, that lens or that guitar that I want to buy, it can wait and, and it's going to, I'll buy it when I need to buy it or it's going to present itself. But like, what's more important than like taking that moment and it's not that that's 20 minutes, 30 minutes. It's not that much time, but, but actively pursuing God, he's going to be able to speak to you that much more clearly. Right. So that's, that's one thing in my life that I find. 
keep going and i i, I have you a got great, something i got I, something on what you just said that i really liked keep going gotcha right so i think it's uh, to to give ourselves a hard look at at the things in our lives there's there's common things that i think uh, i wrote down a few of them right now that before i'll let you do your point before i get into like the the list that i have probably that plague all of us to a certain degree but each of us our lives are all different so you need to be able to figure out what you do on a day-to-day basis on an hour to hour to hour and see what what consumes your time because where you put your energy is what's what you know you're present what are you presenting yourself to to god and is it is it what he would want or is it what you selfishly as a human wants right so and i think that's important that we i'm going to go back to the, the word here that word, our word of the day, that zeal, being zealous for the Lord, because I think that that is how Elijah was able to be able to determine where God was and all those things. And I think in our life, you mentioned clarity. I think when we have zeal for the Lord, we have love for the Lord, when we know God in our life, it's easier with more clarity of mind to know where he's going to be. And I think that sometimes these distractions that we're going to go into here in a moment can kind of disrupt that clarity because we're not putting as much focus on our relationship with God and in our faith, we're being distracted by whatever this stuff may be. So uh, that was just the point I wanted to touch on because that I think that word clarity is really important. Uh-huh. So go ahead, good. Let's let's dive. Oh, let's dive into the list. We're all about lists this year, right? It's tough for us. It's tough to like put a, a number on the episode. Like yeah, because we, we have like we'll say top five, and then we have ten. We go things, way too yeah. long. Yeah, so. Uh, so we just we wrote we jotted down a list of things that and this is not let me, let me preface this with we're not trying to lecture everybody this is a list of things that distract us yeah so we want to this is and, and maybe you can relate to them number one probably for everybody social media social slash media. phone hundred percent hundred percent right your phone this little device in our pocket is the greatest invention of the twenty first century but. It, you, you, again, you, any anything good that God gives us can easily be used for uh, for bad. Absolutely, and you can have like fifteen different social medias on one phone. Right, right. How, like you have five. Like just on Instagram alone, I have four different accounts. Right. I heard who was I talking to? Somebody, somebody in my life said, "Oh, it was Joe Melendres." Uh, me and Joe have been connecting a lot lately because he's been stepping up his production game, and we've yeah. been really, uh, we, I've been chatting on the phone with him, and we've been talking about what he's doing and what I'm doing, and it's it's just great to be able to lift each other up. Anyways, he told me that one day a week he's turning his phone off. Wow. I maybe he said off. I mean, maybe you need to leave it on for emergency calls, but he doesn't use it. He doesn't do anything. He has one day. Whether I think it's Sunday probably for him or, sure. or Saturday or whatever. But uh, kind of a reset. A reset for social media, for technology. And he takes the day and spends with his family. He spends in prayer. He spends in exercise or whatever he, to help him in his relationship with God, getting away from that noise. Because it's n- very noisy for all of us, that little yeah. device in our pocket. Right? We have, I have a habit of, like, if I, all, all of us, you know, like, what, I'm going to get my car washed. And rather than just sitting quietly on a bench waiting, watching, you know, human beings work or, like, looking at God's beauty in the world, what does everybody do? On their phone. You're on their phone. You're not looking at anybody. You know, maybe you single guys or girls out there, maybe that's our parents or grandparents. That's where they met their wife or their husband at the car wash. They, this girl sat next to them and they sparked up a conversation. That's how it happens in all the movies. I know. I but I still believe that that people met like that, right? Even though I see it, you see it in the movies. But like people are afraid to. This is a whole other podcast topic in itself. But we're so we, our immediate response anytime we're bored because we're because we can get anything immediately that we get bored immediately if 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 we don't have what we want so we're it, it goes back to being distracted from what's going on in the world exactly if we're constantly looking at the phone right. and i and i totally i can relate to that absolutely i i've bad habit i've all just <laughs> yeah. trapped in my phone <laughs> you know but and i think that like bishop Barron says that everybody is addicted to their phones nowadays 100 percent everybody so i love that joe i i'm considering trying that i don't know if i can but that says a lot about, you know, the addiction is yeah. that like, I don't think I could give up my phone for one full day. What? You know, that's crazy. But so phones, obviously we know this, but it's something that is creating a lot of noise in our life. Um, uh, our work is so the next thing on the list, our work, our, our busyness. I mentioned I, I stay busy, 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 and it's often doing things to, to evangelize for our ministry, for my church. Yeah. It's doing God's work, and I, and, I, and I really, truly believe it. But like I said, at what point is it just work? Is, is it just work and is it and just not. creating busyness, right? I, I want to talk about that really quick because I've been in charge of helping with the outdoor mass. 
So it's mass, but I'm running the cables and doing the speakers and doing the live stream and doing this and doing that. You can forget quickly that you're at mass when you're wrapped up. And I know that you can relate to this too. When you're up and working, 100%. when you're working, you forget quickly where you are. When I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story really quick. When I walk into church every time uh, I bow uh, at the altar or at the, at the tabernacle or both, but then I'm, I'm in work mode and I have so much to do. And I pass in front of the altar like 73 times when I'm doing yep. stuff. Do you think I bow every single time? Probably no, not. No. And I feel bad about it, but I'm like, I'm so busy and I get, and I, again, it's busy, it's noisy, and I don't have time to sit there and acknowledge the, the Lord because I'm, I'm working. Yeah. So, so something that I've been doing because I can totally, I'm, I'm on board with you with this one because one, 1,000, we usually say 100%. I'm going to say 1,000. Whoa. Yeah. Because, Something that I've been doing is at masses uh, that I'm attending, even though I'm doing the, if I'm helping with the soundboard or doing the live stream or whatever else, during the consecration that happens, because obviously now that we're outside, uh, a lot of people don't kneel because we're on the concrete. Right. And, you know, I, I, if, it, if you can't, you know, I don't think, you know, God, God doesn't want you to hurt yourself. But I, I physically am able to do that. So I, I'm kneeling on the concrete. And, and I had a couple people go up to me and they were like, why do you do that? And I was like, well, I mean, God died for me. The least I can do is kneel for three minutes for him no big deal but it's it reminds me of where i am i like i can sit and kneel on the concrete and remember that i'm at mass jesus's sacrifice and jesus this what's happening now is why i'm allowed to why why my sin isn't isn't you know sending me a place that i don't want to go is because Mm -hmm. of what's going on right now the sacrifice of jesus and the the love of christ i like that it's just a way to kind of snap me back in right exactly we're not we're not saying you need to like suffer no but, that's but what it, I'm, if that's, that's what works for me and i've got that before you know on good friday when uh they have the solemn intercessions and they go on forever and yeah. okay, I, I they're beautiful but it's it's like it's a while it's like 10 minutes long yeah. and the, and you say a prayer the the deacon says a prayer and then the priest says a prayer and then you kneel and then they say another prayer and then you stand up and they do that like a hundred times and i being at the piano at my one church that i was at I would I would kneel with everybody, but I was on the hard concrete floor, and it hurt, and it was it was for a long time, and I and I said that to myself too. I was like, you know what? If Jesus died for me, and it's on Good Friday, obviously it's it's right in your mind. Like this was the day that Jesus died for us, and if this is the least that I could do, again, that's you. That's for you. That's for me. But if that's if you can't do that, if if it's too hard, if if you find if you find God in that moment in a different way, God bless you. That's awesome, right? Yeah. So okay, and it's just Good point. and by that point, it's just it's finding a way to snap out of the distractions yes, that yes. we're talking. About because and and making giving yourself the clarity of remembering where is God in your life because you want to be open to hearing Him in the whispers is what we're talking about exactly right so and again our work is at church is but, in ministry. but you could be distracted and, and just creating busy work with with how much time are you devoting to work it's awesome to to want to create a better career for yourself and to continue to thrust your yourself upon that work and 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 try to be successful as possible but at what point are you going overboard when you could when you're just distracting yourself with too much right so yeah. it's life is all about balance and yeah. finding what's what's healthy for a good career but what's healthy for a good spiritual life yeah. right so finding finding ways to eliminate a little bit of those of the noise. distractions and yeah. noise and that uh, I think okay then on the same in the same vein as a lot of these is t- uh, television Netflix uh, I put like mindless consumption of media slash video games so YouTube and I'm a big YouTube I when I, I don't watch TV anymore but I'll put on YouTube channels and Which sometimes is essentially TV. Yeah, ex- exactly. And sometimes it's just comforting to see another human being talking, but I'm not, I'm like, I'm like what am I, I'm, I could take, t- again, time in silence, time in prayer, or I should be putting on like Bishop Barron or a Catholic podcast, something sure. something more faith-based for me at least. And this isn't to say that these things are bad. No, like, you know, 100%. Go ahead, watch, you know, it, watch your Netflix, you watch your TV, everybody wants to decompress. It's, it's that, I almost, you know what I've started to do? Is on Netflix. If you've watched it for long enough, it'll it'll pause and it'll say, "Do you are you still it, watching? Are you still watching?" <laughs> like it'll say, "Continue." Like you have to click it. So right, right, right. And what I always, what I've been trying to do is because I've been working on my editing stuff. When I get that notification, I know that it's time to take a break. Right. And then I go back to, uh, then I, I jump on the computer to, to edit or to, I, or I crack open the Bible and I, I read a little bit or even if it's, yeah, I am still watching. All right, Stop let me, shaming let me, me, Netflix. Let me acknowledge. Let's say a quick prayer, and then I'll hit. Uh, let's get another episode of Criminal Minds in today. But Imagine you know, Criminal Minds. It's a good show. It's very interesting. Okay. Um, but you know what I'm saying is like that. That 
finding ways to find clarity in these because we're not advocating that you just get rid of all your distractions they're n that's not it because and sometimes no, do you, we're not saying live the mon monastic and, life and, and sometimes like, you need distractions from the stresses of the world sometimes for me like i said life's all about balance yeah, if, right? if life is full of stress and and life is full of heartache and whatever sometimes plugging in xbox and playing some games with my buddies is a really welcome distraction and it's a healthy thing in my life right if i sit there from nine to five and play xbox all day that is not allowing myself to have clarity to find where God's pushing me to be or who the best version of me can be. That's just filling my life with distraction. Exactly. And we're, as human beings, we are very addictive. Yeah. We have addictive personalities. That's just in our nature. Yeah. And like we said, we are all addicted to our phones. But uh, what else? What else are we growing? So, like you're playing video games. For me, I talked about it on early episodes. But at one point, I was really into sports. And the reason that you started playing video games, like you said, was to have to during quarantine to continue to connect with yeah. your wrestling group, right? So yeah, because I hadn't played in months. I didn't turn my Xbox on in months. Right. And then when quarantine happened, I all of a sudden was like, I, then, know, I haven't played video games in a while. And then all of a sudden, I was like, now you, I'm you're now playing I'm, too now, much. Now right? I'm rolling. So same thing was like I started doing. Um, fantasy football fantasy yeah. sports because my brother moved across the country and it was a way to connect like all our friends group that had like moved away and moved from away from each other but to stay connected and it was it was a community thing but then before i knew it i was skipping mass i was watching football all day long i was in five different leagues and it became unhealthy Sounds because exhausting. i was i became addicted to it right and so that can that's this is what we're saying these are things like kind of things in our lives but what to take that time and discernment and what in your life is noise, what in your life is just frivolous because again, it's all about balance. I'll go back to that. God created so much good in this world, but we can very, very easily skew that and look at it in a distorted way so that that balance becomes out of whack and what was good is now not so good for us. Right? So being mindful of those things, video games, they can be a good thing. Fantasy football, wonderful. Use it in moderation. Take time to encounter the Lord. Take time to have zeal. That's right. For God. Uh, so uh, I think a couple other things like, well, I put it on here like prayer, take, taking time. So this is just an application of how to do that. So taking okay. time in prayer and personal devotion. Sure. So for for me, I, I keep talking about it like the, like my, my, the year of my most growth was when I had my morning routine, when I sat and I prayed. And I, I prayed decade of the rosary. I prayed open prayer to God. I meditated like straight up, just like, don't think about anything. That's a weird concept, right? Just like clear your mind. It's really that, hard. I, I can't even imagine trying to do that. And that was, that was difficult for me. And I could only do like two minutes. The first thing was like 30 seconds. I set a timer on my, on my, my phone and I was like, all right, 30 seconds. I could try this. And it was so hard. Then I gradually moved up to five minutes. One time I meditated after doing it for like a year, I meditated for a whole hour. Uh, and the time flew by, but that was a muscle I had to flex and, and get better at. Uh, and then I and then I would do like exercise, and it really like jump started my day. And and I felt mindful and spiritual, spiritually driven as the day went on, and everything had a purpose. And and so that that was that was really a, a, a super powerful year for me in a turn in a really big time of growth. I moved into the place that I'm at right now, and it's it's amazing. It's a wonderful opportunity, but it is very uh, noisy. Yeah, physically and metaphorically, there's a lot going on, and it's like a busy street that I live next to, and so there's like huge trucks that drive by. There's a train that comes by sometimes, and the whole building shakes right now. Like we said in one episode, yeah, there's the weightlifter guys, weightlifters that drop like 500 pounds, and the whole building shakes. So it's a very noisy environment. There's but there's also a lot of just movement and things happening. So it it wasn't a, and i was i had a roommate for a while in in my same room and it's like it wasn't a conducive environment yeah. to find that silence and find that quiet there wasn't peace there wasn't peace right and so even though i'm doing great work here it was it was it's just noisy yeah. right in a lot of more ways than one and uh i'm now living by myself here and it's wonderful and i went back to my my morning routine the other day and it was so so amazing so wonderful it was, refreshing. Just to, it was so refreshing to start that way so again i don't there was a lot of that noise and i 
I think I was letting it distract me too much and I wasn't, I could have found, I could have found a place, found a quiet place to go to take that time to do that morning routine, to, to find that time in prayer and devotion. But I was letting the distractions and letting the, letting the noise kind of pull me out of my norm, pull me into that, uh, you know, pull me into that, that frame of mind. It wasn't until I don't know what really changed, but I, I made the, the, the cognitive decision. Maybe there was a whisper in your life that you didn't even realize. Right. Who knows? Exactly. Maybe there was something in your life where God spoke to you in that whisper and, and it called you to, to finding that peace that you were looking for. Yeah. And so I think to, just to wrap, guys, is, is this was a really long, drawn-out scripture study, and I really hope that you guys – I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really a growth for, for, for me and, and I, I think uh, for, for us personally just – to kind of do a live scripture study. I really, really liked it a lot. It might be a new way of doing some of our podcast episodes, mm-hmm. but the point of it is, is, is I think I want you to take away is answer this question. When God, it, whatever you are doing in your life, God says, he said it here to the Elijah. Why are you here? Look hard in what you're doing in life and when, or, or when, or what, uh, where your faith is. And when God says, why are you here? Can you answer that question with, with zeal? Can you answer it like Elijah and be like, I'm the most zealous for the Lord, mm. you know? And then on that second point of is have clarity in what you're doing. Try to remove some of those distractions so that when God does speak to us, we can determine no matter how loud the world may be, the earthquakes, the fire, the wind, no matter how loud these things may be, when God comes in the whisper, we'll be able to hear him. We'll be able to recognize the Lord in those moments. Yeah. And to, and Lastly, to continue to pursue him every day, yep. knowing that it's difficult. Amen. Knowing that the, st- the storms are raging. You know, maybe that wind was blowing while he was climbing that mountain. You know, it was extremely hard knowing that he had people on his tail. He was in trouble and he still pursued the, to the top of the mountain to actively pursue the Lord. He so trusted. We, when he God tr- said, I'm, the Lord will pass by, he trusted that he, he would. He trusted. So we need to all trust and we need to all know that it's going to be a challenge to pursue our God. And he's going to, it's, it's going to test our patience. Mm-hmm. It's going to, it's going to, tr- we're going to, it's going to be trying times in our lives as we, as we face the difficulties that we're encountering in our lives, but trusting that he will come, he mm-hmm. will come in probably the least, uh, the way we, we expect him the least. Right. Yeah. So he could come in those Sure. Because now, okay, he's always counterintuitive to what we think. So now we're waiting for him in the whisper, but he might come in that fire. But so we, we need to always actively be searching. Searching. We need to be aware. We need to have clarity. We need to have zeal. We need to be looking for God. Where is he? We need to be observant. We need to be always with him in our heart and on our mind so that when he does reveal himself to us, we're ready to we can, accept. We're ready to answer that question of why are you here? That's right. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. For today. So thanks for coming to our Bible study, Two Catholic <laughs> Dudes Bible study. But no, this is really great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, praying along the scripture with us. And this could be a reoccurring theme in our episodes. If you guys want to hear more Two Catholic Dudes Bible study type. Yeah, throw, uh, throw, throw a scripture, throw a scripture in the that comments. you want yeah. us to, to, to dive dive into right it could be old testament new testament and i i love the fact that we had kind of an idea about this but we really cracked it open on on air with you guys right we we again said this was going to be a short episode and then it of course went you know about an hour about an hour and that's that's the uh the benefit of having bible study with fellow with fellowship with with like-minded catholics so whether whether you can do that in person right now or if you can just do it over zoom you know you could read the Bible by yourself from cover to cover and you might get 1% of it if, if you're lucky, then you can like read analysis of other people and you'll probably get a ton more. But once you start like actively discussing with, with your friends, with your family, with, with fellow community in in Catholics in your community, you're going to understand it at such a deeper level. And this was just two of us. Imagine if there was, it's going to be too many people for a podcast, but four or five, six people. Yeah, it would have been amazing. You know? So don't be afraid. Bible study seems for a lot of people so far out of reach. We're scary. People are like, uh, study? No. Bible study is, it it changed my faith life. Exactly. It it gave me that, I'm going to, I've been using this word so many times. We'll do a counter. How many times it made, it made me zealous for the Lord. 
is being able to read the word and understand better and be like, wow, look at how awesome God speaks to us. Exactly. Joe Melendrez, again, we're going to, we'll shout him out. He once told me when we were hanging out that the word, that the Bible was alive and that the word was alive and that anything you're going through in your life, there's a passage in the scriptures that can speak to it. And he's so right and it's so true. So, so, so you don't dive be, into it. Exactly. Don't be afraid because I, I feel that God was alive in this conversation right yeah. now and it's, and it is tangible and it's accessible to us in our lives today. Every, every passage that we read, we can, we can uh, adapt that. How is this speaking to our lives today? And it doesn't have to be some old-fashioned, boring thing. Like we were, This was an engaging conversation. So reach out to your community and find or create a Bible study. You know, there might not be one that's already, that's already established in your, in your community, your church. Who knows? But like you, God is calling you to to take that burden on to to climb that mountain and start a Bible study and make it happen. Yeah, for maybe this is your whisper right here to start a Bible study. You don't need a leader. You don't need somebody that's going to guide you through it. Start Just a Bible pick, study. Pick, pick a verse. Pick start, a friend. Start it today. <laughs> crack it open <laughs> and get into the Word. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, underscore two catholic dudes that's instagram on instagram two catholic dudes on facebook that's two catholic it. dudes on patreon if you uh want to financially contribute uh we got some cool merch on there that you can get at the certain levels you can see when you want to sign up mugs we just stickers. had a new member or two the other day thank you guys for for joining yeah, we're praying we, for we, you we're, we're praying for you we thank you so much uh we're gonna get some new merch coming soon so yep. that every level might get something yeah but we re- thank you guys so much for your dedication yeah. and support to this channel yeah it means a lot we were able to pretty cool thing is that when we renewed our podcast subscription you know that like to to continue to be able to stream we were able to use the money from our listeners from the previous year to renew exactly that's a pretty cool thing to know that like at least the vocal part of the podcast being able to stream it was paid for by the people that listen so we can't thank you enough for, yeah. for helping us get to that point all right guys thank you for for uh, listening along uh that's all i got you guys rock we will see you next week as always Peace. Peace.